This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. You know what I realized? I realized that I wanted to talk about Orange County. Because watching Tamara and Heather be super cool at, not, yeah, no, they were super cool at BravoCon. Just made me want to dissect it a little bit. Because the season's got to be coming up soon-ish. So I brought in a wonderful guest. Her name is Jamie Rice, and she's the host of the podcast Murderish, which is a dope true crime podcast. Did I say dope? Did people say dope? Can I bring that back? You know what else I want to bring back, you guys? Side note. Talk to the hand. My friend Steven, if he's listening to this, he's dying laughing right now. Because talk to the hand was a great burn. It just says it all. Talk to the hand. Okay. So anyway, side note, that was a tangent. But anyway, Jamie Rice also hosts uh, the podcast Dirty Money Moves. She's got two whole podcasts, you guys. She's very cool. But yeah, we talk about Orange County, the status, and also like past Orange County people. Vicky, lots of Vicky bashing. So trigger warning for all you Vicky heads out there. She doesn't like Vicky at all. So I got to live in my truth. And so I didn't hold back. I didn't spare any feelings for Vicky lovers. So just warning you now. Turn back if that is going to upset you. Anywho. Enjoy this bonus episode. Love ya. Mean it. Oh my god, you guys, the audio is fucked again. I'm sorry. All right. So the fancy new microphone is just not loving me. It doesn't like my setup. It just, you know, it's probably not the Gucci mic that they got me, it's me. It's my, it's always me. So we're not using fancy new mic anymore. We're just not, it's not, I'm not worthy, but you have to now suffer through the consequences of that trial and error learning curve again. And I know I said it was never going to happen again. And here I am lying to you, but I really do mean it this time. But you know what? How can you trust me? I lie. But I do mean it. No, no more. No more. So try to try to enjoy. I'm so sorry. I'm so happy to have Jamie here on my podcast this time. I am really happy to be here on your podcast this time. I couldn't wait for this. I'm so excited. So I have been on Dirty Money Moves twice now. And originally I was going to have you do a Salt Lake City recap with me. But both times I've been on your podcast, we couldn't stop talking about literally every Bravo topic under the sun. 
Yeah, and exactly. I, and I said, that's going to end up happening when we're trying to recap Salt Lake City. So let's scratch the format and just talk random topics. But I do want to make sure we're going to talk. We're going to start first with this because I really haven't talked about this at all. I've realized on the pod at all. And I know that we're going to have a lot to say. Orange County. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot going on in Orange County. Okay. So here's what I want to do. I want to go through the cast and get like where you stand on the cast, just so mm-hmm. that I know where we stand. On I the would cast. love that. Oh, and I, I cannot okay. wait to hear how where you stand. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start light. Okay. Because I these are like the characters I'm not too concerned with. Okay. So Emily. Gorgeous to look at. I lo- I can't get enough of looking at her. She's so beautiful. She um, is, isn't don't, she? Don't need her on the show. Perfect Nothing. answer. Okay. Perfect answer. Cool. Love that. Gina. Love to look at her. I think her accent's cute. Don't need her on the show. Don't need her on the show. Don't need her on the show. She, I feel like she can't, I'm surprised she's still there. I, I really am. And I, it's like, I, I know she gets such a bad rap with her, like, you know, tiny apartment or whatever it is. And like, you know, uh-huh. yeah, no, she doesn't have a lot of money and stuff. And, um, it, it just, um, I don't, I've never understood why she was there. Now that's not to say that somebody who's confusing at first as to like why they're there can't become a star. <laughs> totally. I, mean, I totally believe like everybody will have a chance and you don't have to have gobs of money to be on the show. I truly believe, but if you're entertaining, you know, you're a star, you'd create a little controversy and you can back it up girl, stay on the show. But like Gina is not those things. She just, and last season I I stopped midway because I could not handle Noella. Like I I had like she just got under my skin so much. But Gina was starting to disappoint me because Gina I was like, "Oh, does she think she's more than she is?" Okay. And now I have a confession. I did not watch last season. I was Good on for pause. You. Yes, I was on pause with the housewives, but especially OC. And the reports I was getting was like, girl, you're not missing anything. You're not missing. You didn't. I stopped halfway. I was like, I, and that says a lot. That says even more than not watching at all. Yeah, exactly. Because you tried and you were like, no, I, I didn't sign up for this. Didn't sign like, up for this. I didn't even need to see how it concluded. No, exactly. Oh, oh, you did. You missed the, I heard. Uh, Twitter was ablaze about this ending uh, song. They were in a garage band together. I don't know what the situation was, but I heard it was all kinds of bad. Didn't even all see All kinds it. of bad. Okay. Me either. So Noella, I only know her uh, on social media, what people say about her. And I do see that she is sort of like a polarizing character, um, but I could see that she just, it wasn't going to last. I think what made me, what made me so annoyed by her is that she seemed like she had been watching housewives for so long Uh, and she had created a persona that would be quote, good TV. Did you just say Lisa Rinna? (laughs) Excuse me. me. I will go there, but yeah, Lisa Rinna is just like literally acting like this is the best soap opera, a soap opera, you know, act of her life. Um, And she's way too calculated, but that's who came to mind when you said that. And I totally get that. I think some housewives, I love how they all like to say, oh, no, I never really watched the show yet. I hate when they say that. Girl, stop. Stop. You know you knew all about it. And if you didn't, you deep dived it before you got on the show. Um, And then they try too hard. Mm -hmm. And it it comes off as fake and Mm -hmm. forced. And and we don't need that. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Mm -mm. Okay, let's go. Let's get a little trickier now. Heather. Hate. Okay. One of my top five most hated housewives. 
Can you elaborate? Yes, I absolutely can. Um, Number one, I think she has, and I'm just going to, I'm going to put it all out there. I, I'm very opinionated on these housewives. I love it. Um, She has a stick up her ass that's never been pulled out. It's not entertaining to watch. Um, She's not funny. She doesn't, uh, she's not, you're not able to make her laugh in a real way. Uh, she's always way too calculated with her goddamn manners. I don't need manner. I don't need her manners. <laughs> I don't need any of that. I could give two shits about, uh, what kind of ice she has in her damn house. I don't find that interesting. Uh, I, she might get a reprieve if she was somebody who had this like bang in acting career and she was a boss that way, or she had this bang in business and she was, you know, a boss that way. But I mean, I don't know. I, and I hate to pull this car, but like you, you're a woman who married into money and you're a mom, like all of us, many of us. Um, what else is there? And your fashion isn't what I need to see on my screen. It's not even fashion. Sorry. Um, sorry. Sorry. I live for this shameless shade. I'm <laughs> living. For this. I was upset when she came back and I knew she couldn't carry the show. And that was a, that was their biggest mistake is relying solely on Heather. And I knew, like, I was surprised that they got rid of Tamara and brought back only Heather. I'm like, Heather Heather only worked with someone like a Tamara or a Vicky who was going to try to shake her up and make her less stick up. Yes. Yes. Like she, you're, and I think you're exactly right now. I would never want to see Vicky on my TV screen again. Ever, I'm right ever, there ever. with you. And I know yeah. that people want her back so bad. I'm like, uh-uh. what? no, don't need it. Tamara. Fine. Tamara. Mm-hmm. Great. She makes for great TV. That yes. girl is yes, yes. as fuck. And sometimes she's not the best friend. And sometimes she is a little self-absorbed and asshole. Cool. But she does make for good TV and she, she's, raw. She gives us her whole life. And I appreciate that. And that is not easy to do. She doesn't come off as she's holding back and trying to make people think my life is perfect. I've got, you know, hashtag goals. No, she really does put it all out there as messy as her life has gotten. We get and Heather Dubrow fancy pants would never give us that. That girl will never give us what is really going on behind closed doors. Not going to happen. And that is why she needs a Tamara next to her to keep extracting what they can out of Heather, whether it makes her uncomfortable or not. But to have Heather be the boss, basically, of the show, mm -mm, that's not a good dynamic. And I'm so glad that that's your take on Tamara. So I didn't. Okay, so I had no idea that there was even this whole Bravo community up until 2020. So I didn't know that there was like I didn't know there was even a pulse on Tamara. I thought everyone liked Uh, Tamara. Okay, (laughs) I so I had no idea Tamara was a problematic favorite until I got involved with my Bravo account and I posted how much I loved Tamara and I got nothing but negative comments on my post. And I was like, oh, wait, we don't, Tamara's, then I realized, and I fully understood people, the comments people were writing were like, then, you know, she threw her friend under the bus when, when they were in Mexico and she left Vicky and then she left Gretchen. And I was like, oh wait, she did do all those things. I realize now that 100% Tamara has absolutely been a trash friend on multiple occasions, Sure, but why has it not bothered me? And I think it's because it's made for good TV 
And I haven't realized all of these years watching Housewives that I have liked problematic favorites. Yes. Listen, I'm right there with you. And I think that the reason why Tamara doesn't really bother me is that at least she comes off as authentic. You know, yeah. like she's an asshole sometimes. She's not a good friend sometimes. She stirs the pot and she's a hypocrite sometimes. And she just, got, you know, but she's fun to watch. She's all that. That's who she is. And I believe that we get pretty much all of her, you know, as much she gives more than so many other housewives are willing to give. And I give her authenticity. She gets coins. She gets tokens for authenticity. Whereas like a Heather Dubrow and not only that, like Heather, because it, that's my opinion. Shut up. Jesus jugs. Like she has given us some really good sound bites, like really good shit. Um, she's very fiery, which I can relate to. I think that I kind of like Tamara too, because I can relate to her, to her on some level. Um, not to mention in some of the groups I belong to, they're like, oh my God, you're a Tamara lookalike. They say we look alike, which is, oh, I, yeah, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but I'll take it. Um, I, I think Tamara is Tamara's one of my hottest housewives. I she's like super hot. I her love bone a little structure. blonde. I love a blonde spinner. I really she's, do. She <laughs> she's a blonde spinner. I love them. <laughs> love that. Okay. I'm going to use that. Um, but uh, you know, at least she's authentic. Uh, she's fiery. Heather Dubrow. She's none of those things. She's not funny. She's not fun. She's not fiery. She's calculated snooze fest. <laughs> manners, too many manners. Every statement she makes is just so PR approved. I can't. I have to give her some credit though. She's okay. got, she had a good, when she was given it to Alexis, that one reunion, it was pretty impressive. Okay. When everybody says you're dead, it's time to lie down was a good read. Okay. I like that. And I love, I will give bonus points for a good read to it. That is one of my, you know, if you were to go to my, um, housewives Academy, uh, which I have not started selling online yet, um, it's going to be like a she by charade thing. It's never going to happen. Um, the, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. The site. Will, <laughs> and she bragged about that, which is yeah. Great. She's like, how many people can say their website crashed? I'm like, Funny. That's not a flex. It's not a flex, but thank you because Sheree is my girl. I yeah, love her. no, Sheree will be forever like that person that continues to embarrass herself, but thinks it's a thinks it's a yeah. plus, a pro. Put that yeah. in the pro column. It's like it's a con, but it's okay. But it's okay. But I still, I will always yeah. love my boo, uh, yeah. Sheree. Yeah. Um, and I will never check her boo. Uh, I, she cannot be checked. No, um, but, but no, I mean, you know, the, a good read. Yeah. That is one thing that a housewife needs to have. It is so disappointing. Like a Bronwyn season one, when they just like went after her at the top of that double decker bus or whatever it was. And she just crumbled. She cried and crumbled up into a little ball. And I had empathy for her in that moment. Cause I thought it was like a total pile on and it was bullshit, but like, I just want to jump through the screen shake her up a little bit and go, girl, use your words, use your words and read these bitches like nobody has ever done before. But you know, that's a great housewife who can do that. Not yeah. all of them can. Tamara can. Um, uh, uh, Eva from Atlanta can. And yet Kenya's an asshole, but she, she yeah, does no Kenya got to give her props for that. Yeah, mm -hmm. Does a good read. Um, yeah. Love that. So, yeah. So I will give Heather, I think my friend Andrea had said it perfectly. She's like, I'm so perplexed by Heather because my friend uh, Andrea had not watched all of Orange County 
And so I told her to start because it is it's overwhelming. I get that. Like if you haven't yeah. watched all of Orange County, it's like, do I go back to one? I'm like, I get why you don't want to do that. So yeah. I told her to start, I think, when Heather joined the show okay. so that she could because it's it kind of shifted the whole thing. So then you could sort of catch up. And I was like, right. you have to watch Cancergate. You have to watch that season. <laughs> oh, God. It's uh, like legendary, legendary, it's a legendary season. And so when she, so she, she messaged me one time saying, I'm so conflicted with Heather because I cannot tell if this is an act mm. or if she at her core is this person. And I can't tell if it's good or bad either way. I, I Yeah. And I think that part of it is at her core. I think there's some authenticity to her boringness. Uh, and her, and her PR and, approved. Remember her mom? Didn't we meet her mom one season? We may have. Uh, I may have taken a quick nap during that scene. I don't. I feel like we know. did meet her mom, <laughs> yeah. and it was like her mom was. It was like, oh, this is telling. Oh, uh, oh, we, we, what was telling? What was her? Her mom, mom was like even more uptight, and I might be okay. This up, gotcha. She may have just described her mom. I see. And it was like, oh, that makes sense. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Well, that would make was sense. Even more particular, and even more like when they went out. To, I want to say they went out to eat, or she might have just been describing it. But it okay. was well. And then you meet Tamara's mom. If we're talking moms, like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Her mom's a little fiery, a little um. You know, her mom seems to be uh, a little emotionally unavailable. Yeah, I believe Tamara's a bit emotionally unavailable. Mm -hmm. uh, she's not like going to be the best shoulder to cry on. She's not that housewife. Um, but yeah, interesting. Oh my she's gosh. Not. She's just not that housewife. She's not. She's not. It's funny the amount of times that like someone's had an emotion. Like when, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I didn't like Lydia at all. But when no. Lydia was upset oh. <laughs> that she had left off like a group chat or something. And yeah. Tamara just would not give it to her. She's like, you're upset at a group chat? Sorry. Oh. Like just real. Get over just, it. Just didn't have an ounce of compassion in that moment whatsoever. And that was so on brand. That's so Tamara. Yeah. And the problem is because I didn't like Lydia, I was like, yeah, Tamara, just tell her. Like I then, <laughs> my toxic traits come out. Yes. And that I think is why I was like, yeah, I'm on team Tamara. And then when I found out that Tamara was problematic, I was like, oh, oh I'm problematic. Yeah. Hey, listen, we're all a little problematic in our own right. Look, there is no per. I always like my butt cheeks clench together when I think about like, holy shit, if I was on the housewives, oh God, I, it just having to be so damn vulnerable and real. Uh, uh, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know it's, how it, I would. I have out. to, I have to acknowledge that. Like when, you know, when I'm watching a show, when I'm watching these shows and I like, I, I under, I'm like, I actually am on this person's side. And then I get feedback like, how could you be on that person's side? They did X, Y, and Z. I'm like, oh shit, they did. Oh yeah. no. Yes. That means, okay, I have to talk to my therapist about this. Yeah. Cause you're endorsing a problematic housewife mm -hmm. and then, you know, somebody else gives you the other side and you're like, oh, who hold on. I'm like, okay. I see your point. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't I'm, see it. I'm okay. slightly problematic. Cool. I, I get it. I get what you're saying now. <laughs> Um, okay, let's move on to Shannon. Oh, okay. I have been on a roller coaster ride journey with this woman. Um, Me I didn't, too. <laughs> I, I, yeah, like in the beginning, didn't like her. She was at super all. uptight. Not at all. Super uptight and came off as like bitchy and like, come on, like loosen up a little bit. Now I understand like she was in a real shitty marriage, probably a very dysfunctional marriage. Uh, 
probably a narcissistic husband situation. He's he seems like a real peach, uh, David Bador, uh, and not in a good way. Um, but you know, so I she was going through a lot. So then, okay, then the seasons progress. Um, Shannon is I overall don't love Shannon, but I do think that Shannon is mostly authentically herself, uh, which isn't always great. She's a bit problematic as well. Um, she's highly, highly, highly emotional, um, sensitive, and um, expects way too much from people, I believe. Um, she's a little annoying sometimes. Nailing it. Yeah. So I am all over the place with her. If she were to leave tomorrow, I'd be cool. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So here, okay. Yeah. Tell <laughs> let me, me, please let me tell warm me. up here first. Yeah. Yeah. Shannon's a lot. Shannon. Okay. Shannon first came on the show and as soon as she, as soon as like I caught a glimpse of Shannon, I was like, oh, I get the producers were like, ka-ching, like this chick is reality TV gold. She's going to give us every single detail of her marriage, even when we probably shouldn't get it. Like they're yes. like, Oh my God, she didn't need to say that. So I, I understood immediately why she got cast. Yes. And she got along with Vicky. So boom, I get mm-hmm. it. Money. And she had money, all this stuff, all of it. I got it. But immediately I was like, this woman is beyond annoying. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. a perpetual victim. Mm-hmm. Everything is happening to her. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you feel that way is her favorite way of apologizing, which yes. is my one of my biggest terrible apology. It's not apology. It's not an it's apology. Not. Nope. You can't apologize for the way someone feels. No, absolutely. Not. I'm so with you on that. I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, bitch. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And she like when she went over to Heather's. And I know Heather got in trouble for being like, please leave. It was the weirdest thing that Shannon went over to Heather's to be like, you were talking about my marriage. Yeah. And Heather was like, uh, not really. Like, I don't know what you're doing over here. And she, Shannon was absolutely the victim all the time. Yes. And perpetual victim for sure. I, I can't tell if it was the editing or if the audience is just not really great at like seeing through things, but she... Mm-hmm. Everyone really was like, for the most part, the audience was like, poor Shannon. We feel so bad for Shannon. And I was like, what are we not seeing here, people? And so then David and her, when they get divorced, it took it to another level. And sure did. I I was an active like hater of Shannon. Like I, <laughs> I and I was loving it because my friend that was watching Orange County for the first time was equally in hatred of Shannon. So I would wake up because she was she's three hours ahead of me. I would wake up to these like <laughs> I hate Shannon. Shannon is the worst. And I was like, yes. She sure is. But then this last season, listen, Jamie, let okay, me tell you. Tell me right what now. tell me because I didn't watch, so I need to hear it. Part of the reason why I had to stop watching is because I started to side with Shannon. Oh, oh. And I was like, I cannot have this. Mm -mm. I thought this Mm -mm. was the takedown Shannon season, but they did it so bad. Emily and Gina and Heather did it so bad that I was like, Y'all didn't do this right. I'm on Shannon's side. Wow. That is very telling. That makes me want to go back and watch some of it a little bit just to see that part. If all you need to do is maybe watch the first like four episodes, I want to say, and 
they get mad at Shannon and you're like, am I adding this up right? It doesn't, it sounds like Gina's the one who did something wrong here. It didn't really okay. make sense. Okay. And, so, and Shannon, and then Heather does this thing where she could get, like sits Shannon down. Oh no. Like you, and it's so high and mighty. Mm-mm. And Shannon is Shannon where she like does the staring and she's like, I feel like she might've said, I'm sorry you feel that way. But she also <laughs> did. She also does actually apologize. And then, and then Heather goes, I'm going to go get Terry. So you can apologize to Terry. Oh and honey, make Shannon, no. Make no. Shannon sit there no. on camera while she goes and gets Terry. And that's exactly when I, I would have exited the fucking mansion. I would have been like, bitch, there is it, one apology coming out of my mouth and you are not going to sit me down like a school teacher and go, and, and you will apologize to Dr. Dubrow. Very oh, much that. No. Very no. school no. teacher. Very that. So I have gone like, full. I've come full circle on Shannon where All now right. I can look back on those years that I absolutely hated her and be like, she's given us great TV. She has. She like, really, really has. She's given us so many explosions, so many crazy moments that I'm like, all right, look, I do appreciate Shannon now. So I'm excited to see Tamara and Shannon Uh fix the huge feud that they had. Because I respect that Tamara was so, so, so public about how much she hated Shannon. Oh my God. She, oh, she cannot help herself. I loved it. I like, this is why we love Tamara because she's like, look. I'm a public persona. I will tweet about it. I will go in the press about it. Yeah. I will be on my social media. I'll talk about it on my podcast. She talked about it everywhere. So as soon as she started filming, you know, they had a sit down and, you know, they talked about it because mm-hmm. Tamara is one of the most forgiving people she in the is. world. She, oh, excuse me. She has forgiven Vicky 20 billion gajillion times when nobody should forgive Vicky. For her assholery. I am sorry. For putting it that way, because Vicky's going to, everyone, she's the victim that are on Vicky. They're going to be like, Vicky also forgave Tamara. And I'm like, Uh, honey, Vicky, but but Vicky's a monster. She is legitimately a fucking monster. The worst friend, the worst person. I I can't. And she is always the victim. I bet when she gets all, I bet I just, uh, uh, she really grates me. I have to say something for my listeners and my viewers. I'm enjoying so thoroughly that I get to be in a happy place here with someone who agrees with all I of my innermost it. thoughts. I'm sure there are people out there who love Vicky being like, I love Vicky and I hate Tamara. And I'm very sorry for you I because I don't get to ever speak with someone this freely about how much I don't like Vicky. And I love Tamara. So you know what? I'm going to go for it, guys. I'm not going to put any disclaimers anymore. I'm just let that hair down, girl. Here. Let that hair down. This I is am, a no judgment zone. I am right there with you. <laughs> yes. Vicky was not a Vicky faked. Vicky knew Brooks didn't have cancer. 100%. Vicky knew that. Okay. 100%. Then Vicky went and was disgusting about the whole Eddie being gay. Rumors. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. She wouldn't let it go either over and over. I don't know if Eddie's gay. I don't yeah. know. She always, uh, that pisses me off. I She literally, but I, I, I just, I don't, but, but how do I know? Uh, Honey, you said it. You said it. You said it. Now back it up and own it. Back it up and own it. Like she just is the worst worst, worst person to watch. She triggers me and I'm sorry. I'm using she the triggers trigger, me too. But dude, she triggers me so fucking badly. And I, I could never, never, never be anything close to a friend 
to Vicky. I don't, I think she is incapable of being a solid friend to anybody. She is, oh, she's, I have so many things to say about Vicky. And I am so glad that I am that safe space for you, girl. Yes. I am so glad that you are just letting the, the opinions yeah. out, letting it fly, be yourself. Vicky's horrible. And if you think otherwise, you're on the wrong side of history. Because <laughs> look, has Vicky, prior to Cancer Gate, Vicky was decent TV, but Brooks came along and changed her. She as, was, yes, she was cringy. As soon as Brooks at, came in, as yes. soon as Brooks came in, a whole, like, you watch it slowly happening. Uh-huh. Because, like, she had to totally readjust her entire life. Yes. To accommodate Brooks because Brianna, 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 she corrected Andy one year. Oh, Brianna me. didn't like him. So she had to, Vicky had to like have two separate lives to make everyone like Brooks. Tamara didn't like Brooks. No one really liked Nobody. him. Heather, Heather tried to like him, but yeah. Brooks was a con artist and was conning her. For sure. And I, I, you could see that he was abusing her mentally and emotionally. And yes. then of course there were, you know, allegations that it was physical as well. Sure. But then the cancer gate happens. Thank you, Megan King Edmonds for busting that wide open. Yeah. And th- you know, it, it was deplorable. Like, I don't understand how Vicky did not get canceled. And I, I don't subscribe to cancel culture, but there are certain people where I'm just like, well, cancel. Is but, it not um, crazy that she didn't get canceled from that? I, I absolutely cannot believe that she fucked around uh, with cancer that was fake. She was totally in on it and she she supported it. And then she just was back on the show. I just, so, I don't understand. Here's my theory of what happened with cancer gates. So I I've maybe I've spoken about it here before, but my theory is, she, I don't think Brooks respected Vicky enough to be like, hey, I'm going to fake cancer. And we're, he was like, I have cancer. And she was like, sure. Yeah, you do. Perfect. Now we're going to get sympathy and people are going to leave us alone. Yes. And even though it was pretty obvious, he didn't have it. She chose to blindly go with it. Yes. And then when all the questions happen, she's like, stop asking questions because then I have to ask him those questions. And then it's going to be obvious. She knew he didn't have it. Yes. Right. Because like, yes, but it, it wasn't some him evil. Respect- yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And I agree with you. Your point is well taken on me. Like she, he didn't respect her enough to go, okay, listen, now we are going to do this. This is going to work. Here's how, here's how we're going to pull it off. You act out this scene. I act out. It didn't happen that way. He told her he had cancer. It didn't make sense. Vicky's not stupid. Um, after all, she's a very successful businesswoman, as she will tell oh, you. Yes. yes, yes. If if you don't know, ask her. Um, so she knew. Yep. She knew it didn't make sense, but she didn't ask any questions. She covered her eyes, covered her ears. Cool. I'm just going to roll with it because in her mind, it would work out well for her because now nobody can come after somebody who has a loved one who has cancer. Exactly. How dare you? She How expected you? that jello or casserole, casserole. Or whatever the hell. Casserole. Yeah, yeah, Doing yeah. A casserole. That's what she expected. Mm-hmm. So she went along with it. So. So she, so she comes back after that season, like a different person, her face was different. Her eyes were different. Like her whole demeanor was different. Mm -hmm. It was never the same after that. Mm -hmm. And so that Vicky scared the shit out of me. Yeah. The second Vicky, the second Vicky, Vicky, Vicky 2.0 was, (laughs) 
it was like a robot that came back and she like she would get a growl in her voice whenever it would get brought up like even that that year at the reunion she like smacked the chair and was like or the couch at the, and was like stop talking about him to andy and she was scary so the fact that she kept going and then beca- then she beca- and then she went on the offense she didn't go on the defense or even like the i'm so sorry you guys i was conned by this man i'm really sorry mm-hmm. instead she was like i can't believe you guys yes turned on me i'm like wow that's the angle you're taking it's gross it's absolutely gross. And it just tells you exactly who she is. She has sh- now listen, uh, Maya Angelo, uh, she has shown you who she is. You better believe her. So I just don't understand how she lasted this long and still. Because if she had come back sad and sorry, it'd be one thing. But instead, she was mad at everyone. How dare you? How dare you say this about me? But see, that's a very I've we've seen that play out so many times with like these selfish, self-absorbed people who are just there. They turn it back on you when it's like, no, yes. the whole world's looking at you and it's obvious we have an issue with what you just did. I mean, it's what you did was not cool, but she's like, how dare you accuse me of that? Or like when somebody who's clearly lying and they're like, how like Erica, sorry, let's um, bump jumping around here. Erica Jane, honey, her saying, you know, like you have dare you call me a liar? Like it's the worst thing in the world. It's like, but but you're very clearly lying. Oh yeah. Right. You're You're, right. That is very much a tactic, isn't it? Yeah. It's a tactic that the the worst thing you can call someone is a liar. It's like, or the worst thing you can do is lie about this. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, look, I'm going to call a liar, a liar. It's like, you're lying to me. It's not. And that's what I love Garcelle for. And I know we're, I'm jumping around, but Garcelle will just be like, yeah, no, I didn't believe you. Yeah, no, I still I don't. Yeah, I still think there's something there. Like, I still think, yeah, I don't, I don't really believe you. Like, she's so, Garcelle cannot tell a lie. Right. Garcelle is so honest. I mean, she just readily admitted at the reunion, like, yeah, no, I did think that you, Diana, was behind this thing with my son. You the know, fact she, that she can say that right to someone's face. That's I'm a like, girl. Mad Girl, respect I don't for know her. how you do that, but it is. She said, when she said it to Erica at Lisa Rinna's white tasting. Loved it. She goes, Erica goes, I just feel like maybe you don't necessarily believe everything that I was saying last season. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. That's great. You're right about that. (laughs) And no other housewife will do that with Erica. Nobody Mm -hmm. will tell her that to her face. And Mm -hmm. I just have so much respect for Garcelle for saying that. Oh, I love her. Love her. Love her. Moment, moment for Garcelle. (laughs) Um, Okay. So wait, we've got, who who am I missing? Um, Oh, Okay. Taylor is return is coming oh. on. She's our first, she is our first franchise jumper. Okay. And she is coming on as a friend. And all right. So did you, you watched Ultimate Girls Trip 2? Okay. No. Don't don't shoot me. I've watched zero Ultimate Girls Trips. I That's learn about fine. them on I know about them on social media. I okay. know all the characters, so I can definitely discuss it with you. But t- tell me. Give me some context. Uh, only just wondering if you know anything about like current Taylor. Not I based don't. On... Okay, don't. And okay, that's cool. why I'm really excited to see her. So my answer okay. to that will be: I am here for Taylor being a friend of. I need. I'd okay. like to because I want to know what is going on since that. I mean, that was arguably the most 
dramatic and scandalous thing to hit the housewives franchise when her husband, her, you know, the whole thing, uh, devastating, shocking. So, and she went through it. So went through it. We saw her crumble, uh, on camera and it was so sad. It was interesting, but it was hard to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah. So since I don't know much about current Taylor, that's one of the reasons I'm really excited to see her return. I need to, I need an update. But I also think she might bring it, give us some good TV moments. Yes. Well, she, okay. So remember when she, even on Beverly Hills, remember when she like, she left and then she came back, you Mm -hmm. know, remember when she was like messy as hell at that tea party at, at LBPs. Yes. With like, because it was the season where uh, Adrian and Brandy were feuding yeah. And, and Taylor was still mad at Adrian from, <laughs> you know, like, so Taylor was drinking too much and she wasn't necessarily recovering very well. Then outside of Bravo, Taylor did like a, she did a show, VH1 like a show, yes. like, like a celebrity couples retreat type right. of shows with her. I, I don't know if it's the current guy couples therapy or something. Uh-huh. And it was real dramatic yeah. and real messy. And so Taylor's definitely been a character outside of the show that's, you know, struggled a bit, which is to be expected. She sure. went through a lot. She was a lot prior to Russell, and then she was going to be a lot after that. It's not sure. like you're not going to go come out of that unscathed, right? No. So on Ultimate Girls Trip, she was still very mad at Brandy. Mm. Because, okay, I fell in the place of being, I was still pretty pissed at Brandy because I would have thought, after all these years, Brandy would have realized just how wrong she was in the way she handled that very sensitive situation. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember correctly, Brandy was like, I believe Russell. I'm sorry. I Russell's not here to defend himself. Oh, uh, don't like it. It was don't really, love it. It was very much like early 2000s energy, you know, where we'd like. Yeah. Didn't not but not properly. believing women and yeah, yeah and, just and Andy. I mean, Andy still is problematic in the way he mm-hmm. handles those things, but like no one had sensitivity training to how to deal with a very, very sensitive topic, and it was wrong. Yeah. And and so the way Brandy handles it on Ultimate Girls Trip is by being like, I was just a friend of, I didn't know what was going on, and it was like I was the victim, basically. Oh no, Brandy, thankfully, don't do that. Thankfully, the whole cast was like. No, Brandy, she was the victim. Yes. You owe her a big apology. Yeah. To this day, I really don't know if they did, like, if she, if Brandy did ever come correct. I started to recap Ultimate Girls Trip 2, but I, like, the recap was like a hate recap. And I, I, <laughs> I was, I, I literally, because I don't like Dorinda because she, when she gets drunk Ooh, and mean, I have awful. a really hard time. Yeah. It, it is, talk about triggered. I, oh. so I prefaced the start of the recap with, okay, guys, I said I would recap this, but <laughs> I'm not enjoying this. So I'm going to do one recap and then I'm going to let you guys let me know if you want me to keep going because. Right. This isn't, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And, and every, I actually got people being like, please keep recapping. This was hilarious. I also hate Dorinda, (laughs) but then I was like, for my mental health, I'm going to stop because I could, it was just too much. It was so, so much. So Brandy pissed me off. Dorinda pissed me off. I did keep watching. Taylor ended up kind of 
coming out of that, as much as I thought I was going to hate Brandy, Taylor ended up kind of being mm. strange. Mm-hmm. Like sort of trying to create TV moments. Mm, don't love it. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm curious to see what she's going to do on, on Orange County because she obviously is going to want an orange full time. Yes. Uh-huh. And the fact that she even still after being friend of didn't get that orange. Cause you know, they can bump you up. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see if she's going to be doing the most because she knows Tamara. Mm-hmm. I don't think she knows anyone else on the cast. She may know okay. Heather. So I, I, I'm wondering if she's going to try to bring a lot of drama and be doing a lot because a lot of the cast of ultimate girls trip had that feedback. Like, okay. Taylor was a lot like Taylor was the most self-produced was I the see. back they got. And maybe she felt like all this pressure because she's like, oh, my God, this is my second shot to be back in the, you know, Bravo universe and I am going to bring it. But then it just falls flat because it's like, no, we're such professional Bravo watchers that exactly we exactly what you're doing. You just have to be as natural as possible and let it ride. Um I don't, what I don't recall from my time watching Taylor, what I do recall is like her just losing her shit slow. Like we're watching her like lose weight and just go, she was going through a lot mentally, understandably so. Right. But I don't remember her ever being that housewife that could carry anything or be a leader or like really add to the dialogue. So I can understand her being a friend of, and I'm here for that, here for that. Don't know if she will ever earn that orange. Or wait, is she right? going to, she's going to orange. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know that she'll earn that back because had it not been for her disastrous downfall, unfortunate downfall, like I don't know if Taylor would even be remembered very well. I don't know. Right. I, agree. I just I don't know. Uh the only thing I remember about her is the the $50,000 birthday party for her little five-year-old daughter. And I was like, oh, too much, you know? Oh and God, I remember that weird song that she had that American Idol guy sing for her? Oh my God, I don't remember. Please remind me. It was like Ugh. sexual. <laughs> Ooh, at her daughter's birthday party? Yeah, it was oh. like a song by... I can't remember who it was. I'm so sorry. I should remember. But the song was like, it's your birthday. Oh, Clay Aiken. Clay no, Aiken? it wasn't. Clay. Oh, no, it was. No, it was a guy that was not gay at all. It was kind of oh. like a sexy guy. Oh. It was very uncomfortable. It was so like cringy. You no, know, that actually wasn't that party. I'm sorry. It was the it was okay. the it was the party the next year. I beg your pardon. I beg got your it, pardon. Got it. Got it. Got it. It was got party it. Okay. the following year because okay. Brandy was there. And Brandy was like, "This is weird." <laughs> and Brandy, that's one thing about Brandy. She will. I well, she'll say whatever the hell's on her mind, whether it's appropriate or not. But right. um, love how Brandy entered into the scene with Beverly Hills women, and her sons just went and pissed in the backyard. Yep. And listen, I could relate to that because my son grew at the at the time. I was like, listen, it's not that I want my son to go drop his pants and pee in somebody's backyard at a barbecue. That's really for our own house, but it's, it's convenient. Like we grew <laughs> up, like we're swimming in a pool and like the bathroom's all the way in the house. I don't want you to drip water on the floors. Yeah. Go pee in the bush. That's just what you do. So I, at first I was like, I love Brandy because this is very relatable, very relatable. And she's like, eh, whatever. Um, but then of course she got all kinds of messy and, uh, Brandy's very well, polarized. Brandy got lucky because LVP took her under her wing. She did. 
And brand and like LVP was like, no, no, we like Brandy. So the audience was like, yeah, we like Brandy. But then when Brandy turned on LVP, she was fucked. She was fucked. And she literally like slapped her in the face, which was, whoa. Big mistake. Whoa. Big mistake. Well, okay. So we had the rumor about Heather and, or Terry cheating on Heather. Sure. Okay, I don't, first of all, I didn't even believe it. Like when I saw it, I was like, I don't know if I buy that. But then they did that weird staged paparazzi shoot. Did you see that? I did not see that, but it doesn't surprise me. It was doesn't surprise me. It was so cringy Mm. because look, we've all seen paparazzi shoots. We've all seen people like coming out of a building, like, you know, with a Starbucks. But this was literally Heather in front of Terry and Terry behind her, like back hugging her. Oh, oh. yeah and then there was like another one of them coming out of another store like holding hands it was extremely staged okay hold on they may not have seen that the viral tiktok uh there's a dude who does a tiktok that is hilarious and he basically is in the background describing he's showing all these like loser dudes uh doing the back hold from the back like their woman is basically paying for something for them and that's what loser dudes do to basically like keep the woman you know so she keeps paying for shit for them and like he's like hunched over in the back and he's got got her around the waist and she's there paying for the carl's jr oh my god (laughs) so that it is terry was doing that terry was doing the the back hold and so i didn't believe the rumors at all Mm. but then they did that and i was like okay well now i'm wondering like is there some validity to it it just felt very strange but there was rumors that heather and tamra were in this huge feud but then they go to BravoCon, and they were fine they were fine i'm actually i like that better i don't like when there's a huge division in a cast Mm -mm. Mm -mm. because i prefer it to be nuanced i prefer them to fight makeup fight makeup but not like because when Vicky, Tamara, and Shannon were feuding for like yeah. two seasons, it's exhausting because then the whole cast is split. It, and it's, you're exactly right. And I love when they just, like New York ladies were really good at this. Fight, fight, fight. But then they always come together and have a good time because they are genuine friends. They're messy friends, yeah. but they're genuine. Fr- and they would actually come together. And I want to see them all tearing it up, being messy, getting drunk, you know, taking their tops off. You know, I want to see all that. But when it's just like this division for so many seasons or even throughout even like half a season, it's exhausting. Agreed. So exhausting. And I was worried with Salt Lake City current season because it did seem like there were like uh, all these sides had these alliances had switched and there's this side against that side. But now I'm I'm seeing a little bit of coming together with episode three or four or whatever it was I just watched. Um, so maybe we'll split. I'm with you on that. I don't like a big split or divide. Uh, it's yeah. exhausting and it's not fun to watch after a while. It just gets boring. And and so it. I'm hoping that it's Shannon, Tamara, Heather as like a strong trio, at least just a strong dynamic, because I know that Gina and Emily are a bit weak. They're weak players they and are. and I know that Shannon didn't love Gina and Emily last season right and I'm kind of hoping that this is their last season I I would be on board with that I have no ill will against them I don't think either one's an asshole I think they're actually good people uh I liked their little alliance and they would go out and have fun but they don't have like fun fun like i i don't know it's just and, not uh, strong enough it's not strong enough there's just not enough there and um 
gosh, watching Emily and her husband together is oh, just God. like nails on a chalkboard when they go to dinner and he's like, oh, you're going to have another piece of bread. Oh. I can't. <sighs> and I'm, I'm tired of trying to pretend like Shane is nice. I know that like this always, this always happens with when you get like the mean husband, you basically you watch him for enough seasons that there's like the, the season where like Shane's not so bad. Yeah. No, he's an asshole. He's an asshole. Stop, Stop trying. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Stop it. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not a thing. Dick. He's He's not nice. He's not cool. We're not Not fun. Stop talking about him like he's nice. He's a dick to her. He's ugly as hell. Okay. I'm going to say it. Of course. Gross. Yeah. So, and did he, if he did pass the bar, I don't even care. It took him too long anyway. Bye. (laughs) It took you too long anyway. And you deserve to go through that process on national TV and fail and fail and fail because you're such a dick. You're such a dick. So I don't need to see him anymore. Mm -mm. And Gina, by the way, just from a like technical housewife standpoint, she pissed me off because she wasn't honest about her life for seasons. Uh Uh-huh. She wasn't honest about why she was getting divorced. Yep. And then what was it? Her third season, she finally talked about the affair. Mm -hmm. Then we did her talk about the abuse, Mm -hmm. but it was like, we had to extract it out of her. And that's kind of the rule is you're supposed to talk about what's really going on. Yes. In my housewives university, that's, that's like rule number one, rule number one. I mean, rule number two is the, you better have a good, don't crumble. If you get a pile on and these ladies come after you, you got to practice your reading skills, your read skills. Um, but rule number one is we all have skeletons. Every single one of us have shit that we said or did or behave something that we're not proud of. Just you need to air it all out and you need to come with it because we, again, we are seasoned Bravo watchers. And with all this true crime genre popularity, we're all citizen sleuths. We're going to find you out. We're going to Google the shit out of you. We're going to go down that Reddit, Reddit rabbit hole. Um, and we're going to find that shit out about you. And we're going to bring it out. And it's worse when we bring it out and then you're playing defense. Yeah. Just put it out. Just put it out there. Put it out there so, right from the beginning. So for me, also, when um, when Tamara was kind of coming for G- when T- Tamara was off the show last year, she was kind of coming for Gina, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, Tamara can read a bitch. So she sure can. Tamara was reading a bitch and Gina's comebacks, like for example, on watch what happens live, mm-hmm. which is live. So Andy reads off some of the tweets. Tamara was, Tamara was tweeting. <laughs> and so Gina had to think quick, which was not her forte apparently okay. because her comeback was stuttered and it didn't land. And oh. it was so bad that Andy, so Andy had his cue card. So Andy's got his cue card and he was waiting for her to finish. But she was like, what I have to say, I I have to say that, well, I mean, that I'm, uh, well, I'm on the show. Oh. And oh. Andy paused. Like there Cringy. was a moment of silence. And he oh. went, okay. So like, what can he do with that? And also you really have high hopes from a girl, a Jersey girl. Is she a Jersey girl? She's from the East coast, right? Long Island. Yeah. Okay. Lo- Long Island. Like yeah. you, you would hope in my mind, in my fantasy, like the Long Island girls know how to read a bitch, but apparently not, especially an OC girl. Come on. Mm. Excuse me. I will usually, I will put my money on a Long Island girl over an OC girl all day long when it comes to a reading contest, but it's, it, but it's, but it's Tamara judge. And she will come with it. She's a little shit, but she'll come with it and she will go low. She is not uh, Michelle Obama at all. She will go low. 
uh, when people go low, she will go lower. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jean, Gina's no match. Uh, Emily, no, like there's just, there are only certain housewives that can, I mean, to me, <clears throat> you know, she's not a very prominent housewife or like maybe one of the icons, but I'm telling you, Eva from Atlanta, cause she could read Marlo. She read Marlo. And it was just so good. It was just, she put her right in her, oh, she read Kenya. You would have loved her on Ultimate Girls Trip too. Eva uh, won everybody over. We okay. uh, Like Eva, and I don't know if Eva even wants to come back because Eva was so good that we were like, bring Eva back. And there were all these comments on Eva's posts after that, like, please come back. And I think she was responding like, I don't want to. Yeah. And I don't it's blame a her. Lot. It's I a lot. lot. <laughs> it, it is a lot. And uh, yeah, I, li I like Eva. I actually saw her. I met her one time. I used to work at a bank in Beverly Hills and she came in, had a couple stunning girls with her. And that's when I knew her. It was before she was on Housewives, but I knew oh, her wow. from Amer America's Next Top Model. She right? is beyond beautiful in She's real life. so fun to look at. She is one of the most gorgeous housewives yeah. of all time. Yeah. She is like, uh, like one of those superhumans. I have to say something too, like anybody who went to BravoCon can attest to this, but living in LA you see a lot of Bravo celebrities, but also celebrities, but Bravo celebrities in particular. Sure. There's a reason why mm -hmm. they're cast on these shows. They are stunning. There's some, they glow. There's something about, I mean, they're half of them are like models slash whatever mm -hmm. the hell. That's why they're cast on these shows. They are beautiful. They look they like are. Barbies in they real do. life. They do. Oh, so Lisa Vanderpump, so that bank yeah. that I worked at was right down the street from one of Vanderpump's restaurants. We would go there for lunch all the time. She was there often. And I am telling you, and, and I don't know, I don't remember how old she is. She's stunning in person. Stunning. You cannot stop staring at her stunning. Her skin, her flawless. skin, her eyes sparkle. I, I just, she's gorgeous. She's it's, absolutely gorgeous in person. It takes your breath away. Like I saw all the Vanderpump Rules people when I went to the Tom Sandoval show and Ariana will take your breath away. Really? And she's I, I one of that. the nicest people too. She's just so genuine and sweet. Uh, yeah. Sheena, same thing. All the guys too, because we forget how tall these guys are. Yeah. And I tell you, it's it's annoying, but it's psychological. When you see a tall guy, you're like, yeah, you're Ooh, instantly yeah. hotter. It's like oh, annoying. I hate, it's just, that. I hate it. It's annoying. It's true. It like James Kennedy, when you see him in person, like on the show, you're like, you little weasel. But then you see him in person, you're like, God uh, damn it. Yes. He does. He is hot. It's I have annoying. to. My husband's 6'3", and I don't hate it. I don't so hate it. Girl. 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 <laughs> mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. I don't mean to brag, but. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they are like Bravo celebrities in person. Tamara in person. I have not seen her in person, but every person that saw Tamara in person is like, she's gorgeous. You know, she that and that's the thing is Tamara. She's not like the exotic gorgeous you know but she her that bone structure she's that bone structure something about that bone structure is just hot tamra is my I, i've talked about this so many times people probably think i'm like obsessed with her but tamra is my number one hottie on 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 housewives like she's just okay. she's just like so, because she's just so naughty and like yeah, she's she just is. so like she's just so fun and like so yeah. she's She's just, and like her and Eddie, I'm just like, oh yeah, she exudes I will sex appeal. Ruffle yeah. it up with you. Yeah. I just love you guys. 
Now and I want to watch so that fun. show. Oh, hell now, yeah. When, when you throuple it up with uh, Eddie and oh, Tamara, yeah. I am there for it. And she'd be like, okay, like she's just such a she's little so into like, it. Yeah. She's just so funny. And so, and I think also what I love about Tamara on Bravo is that Andy loves Tamara. He sure does. You can tell he respects mm-hmm. the hell out of her. I remember one time um, he was messing with her. For, he was, I don't know. He was asking about her makeup. I don't know. Andy can be rude at oh, the reunion. so shady. You know, when he asks, like, what work have you had done? Oh, screw I, you, Andy. I, I need him to take that out of the questioning because it's just, it's old. Um, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't remember what he asked her. He was saying something rude. And she went, Andy, I don't ask you about your eye. <laughs> oh, she gave it back to him. She oh. did. And he laughed, though. And he went, you could. And yeah. I thought, only someone who, like, only... Tamara could have done that. Like it's a, that's a very fine line. It is. And he accepts it from her and she's allowed to be shady to him and like bitchy, a little bit bitchy, but you're right. Like you do not see many housewives because he can be, he asks questions and he's super judgy and then he go and then he doubles down and, you know, he asks shady questions, personal questions that maybe he shouldn't be asking. Um, and man, these housewives really usually will not go after him because he's the boss and they want to oh, do yeah. their job. But Tamara would, Tamara would. And I respect that. Tamara holds many of the qualities that a good housewife should hold. She just does. Because yep. a little she- bit of good, a little bit of bad. When she was on uh, Carlos King's podcast, it made it clear why she was so good because she's also like a good producer. Okay. Tell me she, about that. She understands what makes a good show. Uh-huh. And is she respects the hell out of the production side. The crew, obviously, but also that. like she 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 understands what they need and she'll never that's why she was she was talking a lot of shit about Shannon. <laughs> that's why she was so she was so bitter that she was fired and she's like and shannon's still there oh and she was because she was talking about the jamaica trip because she's like shannon would scream at the crew rip off her mic refuse to film she's i believe like, that's, that yeah she's like that's bullshit you don't do that to the crew the crew is working their asses off yes. you don't take your you know how hard it is to get back into audio and all that and so she was going off she's like i never do that because i respect that this is a job that everyone is trying to do love that i bleed out for this show i show every single part of my part of my life mm-hmm. i would never do that i respect everybody on that crew and so i was like and that is probably that's what i've always been able to tell about tamra i she agree gets the, and she's always really nice to whenever they go out to eat she's always really nice to everybody yes. at the restaurant yes and i that is a huge thing for me bonus mm-hmm. points and it shouldn't be bonus points because that's just being a decent human being that's just yeah. decent that's what you should do but no i i appreciate her for that now heather dubrow on the other mm-hmm. hand, according mm-hmm. to Jeff Lewis, not so nice, not so when, nice to the wait when staff. Those, when those things started to come out about her being mean to the being mean to the crew and being mean to wait staff, I was like, okay, now, now mm-hmm. we're in trouble. Don't like it. Don't, Don't love like that it at all. Mm-mm. Don't like that. And that she all. allegedly pushed a producer. Well, and then that's been basically confirmed, right? And yeah. I, I absolutely believe it. And that's icky. It's been basically confirmed by too, by too many people that it uh-huh. did happen. Uh huh. Entitled much? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Proof that they really were like, "This is all you. You're going to save the show." It's like, yes. no, 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 no. She can't save the show. That's she not didn't what you save do. The show. And what we like when they sat down with the like 
the like the the grid of casting. How did that make sense? I have no idea, and, and I just it's I, I was so confused as to why they thought that Heather Dubrow would be the one. Tamra, sure, sure. Heather Dubrow, no, she is it was not Heather. That Jen Armstrong lady, Noella, Shannon, no. Gina, and Emily. All you have all you have all kinds of like background players. All kinds of background players. There is no um, leader in that group. Absolutely no leader in that group. They thought Heather was going to be the one, but she's not. She, like you said, she needs she needs other cast members like Tamara to bring shit out of her to make mm-hmm. her a better housewife mm-hmm. on our TV screen. But yeah, she can't do it on her own. I am. I'm. I'm excited to see how this season plays out because yeah. I do think that because Tamara's coming in and she's got to resolve it with Shannon. That's step one, mm-hmm. and, that, and that is going to happen. We see that they were all arm in arm at mm-hmm. the at BravoCon. Mm-hmm. Heather and Tamara have a very complicated. They were feuding yes. prior to her starting, so there's that. So we've got. Heather versus Tamara, Shannon versus Tamara, Tamara versus Gina. <laughs> they were feuding. That is, uh, there is no match there. I'm uh, no Gina, match. She is going to eat you alive, girl. Run, run. Tamara versus Emily. Like Tamara's literally feuding with the entire cast coming in. So Tamara's got a busy schedule yeah. right off the top. Yes, but, but aren't you like secure in that you're like Tamara's got it. She's got it. You know, she's got this. Tamara is a veteran. And she is a VIP, absolutely will carry the show, can carry the show. She'll yeah. mend it with some of them. She'll sort of mend it with the others, but but yeah. like still be shady with them and kind of a bitch. And that's because she's strong enough to coexist and just sure. be like, hi, mm-hmm. and then go yeah. have fun, get drunk, take her tits out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, the whole um, Trace Amigas was so stupid to me. First of all, I'm just going to say this about myself, like in my own friend circle, like I know what it looks like to actually be real, like good time girls. Okay. Heather Gay, whether she is or isn't, I know, I know what it's like to just go out with a group of girls. We're all wild. We're all crazy. We have so much fun that your cheeks hurt at the end of the night. We are getting shit face for real and not doing it for likes and, you know, whatever on the shit. Like it's, it's a real authentic good time. And we are real good time girls. I never bought for a second that Shannon and Vicky and Tamara were those good time girls whooping it up. I, first of all, I hate whooping it up, but thank dancing, you. Oh my God. It was all so calculated. The dancing on the bar none of it was authentic. Like I have seen this shit play out in real life in its authenticity and it's glorious, right? They're not those people. Like it was just sort of a thing for the show to get people to be like, oh, they're the Trace Amigas. Mm, mm -mm. Like when they were falling all over each other at the airport in Mexico. It's like, this isn't fun. It looks like you're just making a mess. No, they are not Luann and Ramona and uh, uh, Sonia. They are not those. Now, listen. Yep, there you go. Girl, that's authentic. Luann falling in the bush. Excuse me. That was real. That was real. And it was a good time. Luann waking up hungover as fuck with the glasses on. Uh, Don't be all uncool. Like, Mm -hmm. just be cool. Don't be all uncool. Those are iconic, authentic moments that the Real Housewives of OC can take a few tips from the New York ladies. Yeah, as problematic as they are. And we could, you know, that's a whole nother show. (laughs) Uh, You know, problematic as fuck. Like, really. Um, But... At their good time girl act wasn't an act. 
they really are good time girls. I agree with that. I yeah. agree that it felt very forced. I'm like, okay, I get it. You guys are going for this brand. Mm. Copy Didn't work. that. Didn't work. I, I believe that each and every one of them on their own can get and it's not to say that like getting shit face authentically and acting a fool a fool or messy is like the way to go but like a little bit of that is it is fun to watch when it's authentic and i think that each of them on their own can get there maybe not vicky but like definitely shannon and tamra uh definitely shannon which is like so funny to me because you know shannon in her first season was like introduced as this like you know, kind of like Heather Dubrow, like very like uh, had a stick up her butt, you know, very like stiff and regimented and, you know, all the all this stuff. But that but she, girl can drink. Yeah. And she gets messy. Yeah. Which, but she doesn't like now she's the opposite of a Sonia. Sonia just is like, I'm wacky Sonia. I don't care. I don't apologize. I say the most inappropriate things and I act a fool. Um, and that's who I am. But like Shannon will always tighten up when somebody brings up like, well, maybe you do consume a little too much or like the alcoholic term gets thrown around. I mean, that's just not something she is comfortable with, but Shannon, she, her, she definitely changes a lot when she drinks. And that is the sign sometimes Maybe you're a person who's not good at drinking. I don't, I don't necessarily think that everybody's an alcoholic. I'm right there if, with you. Yeah. If their behavior changes a lot, like for the worse when they drink, but I know people like that in my own life. And the, the, the term that I always, or the phrase that I always say is like, you're just not good at drinking. Like it doesn't agree with you. It doesn't agree with you. Mm -hmm. So maybe you should try to smoke some weed or something. <laughs> Switch up the substance. <laughs> yeah, to go take a bong rip. Are people still doing bong rips? <laughs> <laughs> I'm showing my age. <laughs> that's amazing. A bong rip. Ooh, girl, fun. Girl, I mean, it was back in the day. Yeah, I haven't done a bong rip in, in a long time. <laughs> I haven't either. And I don't even know if I could hang. Like, I just really don't I, need that kind of head change at this, at this point. I remembered mm -hmm. uh, that just made me, I'll, I'll tell this story and then we'll wrap it up. I was, so I was in college and we had to go, this is when you had to like go to a dealer to buy weed. Like you couldn't Ooh. go into a store, but the, the whole process of having to go to a dealer is that you had to like hang out with the dealer <laughs> because like, you didn't want to like, as much as they knew what you were doing there, you were, you had to like, be like, Hey, no, we're kind of friends. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm not just it's, using you for your yeah. weed that I'm going to pay for. Exactly. So we're like, he's <laughs> like, so do you want to smoke? And you're like, sure. Okay. And this guy had such a big bong and, so, and I was so like, Oh fuck, I am not going to be able to handle that but Ooh. i'm like i'm like okay i can do it yeah i uh, coughed for a oh. solid five minutes and that gets you even more high i so was you like fucked. oh and then i had to walk back to the dorms <laughs> <laughs> thankfully it's with my friend a but zombie he, but he but he, i was like I'm not okay. And I cannot talk to anyone when we get back to the, like, if anyone tries to talk to me, you tell them I am not available. Not available. Not available. Like, of course, like everyone was in the hallway when we oh. got back and like, it was so bright. Don't <laughs> make eye contact. Do not make eye contact. And I distinctly remember because he was also really stoned, but I distinctly remember my friend because I had told him to say, I'm not available. And I remember my friend saying, she's not available. And I'm standing. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like a celebrity like no pictures please do not make direct eye contact like you're tom cruise 
<laughs> run into my dorm room and like shut the door. But you're just really high and weird. Like I, yes! there's, there's those highs where you're just, I'm, I'm too weird right now. I don't. I couldn't like, and then I couldn't what to like do. smile because my <laughs> cotton mouth was so bad. So, <laughs> and I was like, we were just like in my room, like we're safe. Nobody come in here. I freaking love that story (laughs) and I relate to it on so many levels. And I have, I have my own, uh, we'll, we'll have drinks sometime. And I can tell you about the time when I was 13, got my uh, wisdom teeth pulled. So I was on Vicodin kids don't do this at home. Um, and I did a gravity bong, gravity bong, girl, girl, girl at 13 on Vicodin gravity bong. It was a ride. It was such a ride. <laughs> that was a ride. <laughs> On that note, guys, I could obviously, don't we love Jamie? We love Jamie. <laughs> I, the best. Oh my God. I love you, your show, everybody who listens to your show. I automatically just love all of you. Oh, you're the best. Um, okay. Tell the people where they can find you. Yes. Okay. So I have two podcasts currently. One of them is called Murderish and it's just like it sounds. It is a true crime podcast. <laughs> there are well over a hundred episodes to binge. Uh, and you can find me at Murderish Podcast uh, on Instagram, TikTok, all those things. And my newest podcast is called Dirty Money Moves, Women in White Collar Crime. And it's about a woman I met about four years ago who turned out to be a prolific scam artist. She has ties to the Michael Jackson scandal. um, And we basically did a deep dive investigation on her, found out all this crazy stuff about her. Um, And uh, yeah, that's Dirty Money Moves. You can find that at Dirty Money Moves on Instagram, TikTok. And that's where you can find me. But also on Dirty Money Moves, you did some mini, you did some mini series too. She did a Jen Shaw one that is amazing. Yes, yes, yes. So, so because of my, I I mean, obviously I am a true crime content absorber lover. Um, but I am also somebody who is very into reality TV and Bravo. So like, it was so cool that I could bring my Bravo obsession into my true crime show. So yeah, you're right. We did a mini series on Jen Shaw. We did one on Gwen Shamblin. We're going to do another one that's on an MLM. So that's the on Jen Shaw Moves. one was so good because <clears throat> when listening to her, listening to you do the, the, the recreation of the, the arrest Oh. A beauty lab was so good. So I, I and there's some recordings in there that I hadn't heard, like oh. some stuff about about Stewart. So I highly recommend listening to that, guys. Highly recommend. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. It was absolutely my pleasure. Let's do it again. Absolutely. Um, okay, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching on YouTube. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.